and good coffee, everybody. This is Morning Coffee with Larry, and I'm glad you're here to join me. I feel like I have to talk a little bit quieter today. I'm actually sitting outside on the back deck. Uh, it's a little after 5 in the morning, and the sky is starting to show uh, some light. I mean, it's just not as dark. Let me put my glasses back on because the sky's kind of fuzzy. Oh, now it's a little bit clear. <laughs> and just being outside with just, you know, a few bug sounds like cricket sounds, it just feels like I need to talk quieter today. Um, I don't know. Maybe that'll change as the podcast goes along if I get a little pumped about the topic or what have you, but... It's just nice sitting out here. Um, woke up too early today. I woke up at 3.30 and just couldn't get back to sleep. And um, so I just putzed around on social media until I decided, <clears throat> let's, get, let's get your butt out of bed and uh, grab a cup of coffee and and I've, I've often wanted to do more podcasts from outside. And this morning I had a real good reason to because we got four grandsons spending the night. This is a, a renovate, not renovation, what would I say? It's a big work week here at the farmstead. Uh, this Saturday and Sunday I'm going to be having a skid loader to uh, uh, move... Uh, large quantities of manure that's just too big, too thick, too heavy to do by hand when you're too old. <laughs> and so um, I've got that I'm going to be uh, working with. I'm taking off Friday. I was going to rent the skid loader for three days and just have plenty of time, but then I saw how much more expensive it was. And it's like, no, I, th I think a two-day thing we'll, uh, we'll, make <clears throat> we'll make work. So uh, Friday I'll be doing a lot of final prep and stuff. Uh, grandkids are helping my lovely wife Dawn. And they are uh, uh, moving, taking apart some temporary structures. Uh, on Friday we're going to be moving some fencing out of the way so I can get good cleanup. And uh, over the weekend I took the big weed eater. Uh, I've got a... Uh, what is it? A steel FS138, I think is the model, which is, it's the kind like Tim the Toolman would be proud of. I, you know, it's got the real long straight shaft. I can put a buzzsaw blade at the end and cut through all kinds of saplings. I mean, I, I'll, I'll cut through stuff two to three inches thick. It may take a couple of wax, but if you're talking small saplings, that sucker will take them down just like they are grass. And uh, I've got another attachment I hadn't been able to get, you know, on just right. And so I, uh, uh, I hadn't used it. And then I stopped by the local steel dealer and I said, am I missing something? And he said, nope, you're not missing it. You just got to get it. You know, you just don't have a lot of extra room here for the you know, for its fitting, and uh, he got it screwed on tight, and by golly, that thing, it makes mincemeat of, you know, real tall stuff. 
so I was using that and uh, cleaned off the garden which didn't happen this year uh, had a whole bunch of stuff planted but it was lower than the sod around it it collected water it couldn't run off everything had wet feet and uh, so I cleaned that off we're gonna put the manure there I'm gonna move some dirt from uh, when we uh, uh, built the road and it's kind of soddy dirt so you can't use it for a whole lot but I think it'll work fine over uh, for building up the garden making it higher boy I don't know if you can hear it on the microphone but we just had a bunch of wind hit there's a front oh now I can see the cloud changes up high there's enough light there's a, a cooler front that just moved in and I saw in the weather uh, that we are to have storms in the uh, five o'clock and six o'clock hours and there's a, a storm front coming uh, our direction from Springfield and uh, so it's um, uh, I checked when I was looking at that I checked for the the lightning how close the the nearest lightning strikes are and uh, when I started the podcast they were 21 miles away now I haven't seen any flickers of light on the horizon in that direction but you know that's the direction I'm facing as I'm uh, taking a sip of coffee quick so uh, there now that that front of wind has moved through that's kind of cool you can hear the wind chimes going and it's uh it's kind of cool when you uh when you uh have that front of wind come and then after that it's it settles down you know when you are so busy you don't have time to notice things have you ever noticed that when we are so busy and we're chasing from thing to thing whether we're chasing something or we're trying to run away from something in our head or in our emotions a lot of times we just get too busy when we're trying to do too much when we've got big responsibilities you know you just don't sit down <clears throat> and be mindful of just what's going on around you and that's that's one of the things I like out here and what I'm trying to do is create more opportunity for that in my life I've chased things too much I've run from things too much um, I've busied myself too much and sometimes well just like what I did on on a, a Sunday Saturday and Sunday sometimes you got to weed the garden you got to get rid of all those unnecessary weeds because just like what happened there were plants in there and they were small we had a bunch of cantaloupe planted uh, with my we only had one that was growing in those weeds and I cut into it with uh, too soon it wasn't ripe but I cut into it with uh, the the weed eater um, you know we had 20 tomato plants there's only two that I was able to save because the rest either got too wet of feet and drowned or they were just in you know surrounded by so much weeds that I couldn't get out and pull because it was sopping wet 
all all the time till the weeds just took over. Weeds will choke out what you want in your life. What you want in your garden and what you want in your life. And sometimes you got to go through and weed the garden for what's your big priorities. I know I've talked about this before, but you know, it's one of those things that needs to be brought up, you know, again and again, because it is, it's, it's an important thing. Well, today, I, while I was laying there in bed and just thinking, I was um, thinking about, and it may sound silly to say this, but I was thinking about superpowers. Now, for a lot of people, they have gotten into uh, the different superhero movies. I mean, we've had, you know, this huge Marvel Universe that is transitioning from, what was it, like 18 movies that were all centered around, you know, building up to one big theme battle. And, and now they're going to be shifting to another sequence of movies. You've got the DC comics with, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Those were the main ones that I grew up with. You know, you have the whole X-Men, which I kind of got into, but I didn't. Um, that just happened to come at a time in my life where it was like, you know, I just, I didn't get into it. Uh, maybe I will someday. Uh, but... You know, there's also people that got superpowers around you. You know, not necessarily that they can, you know, uh, you know, fly or that they, uh, you know, have a, have a great big powerful hammer, you know, whether they can do mind control, you know, but there's people with superpowers around you and what I find when I think about those kind of superheroes, they've got a skill. They've got an ability. They've got some sort of a knack that I don't. I don't have. And I look at them. I go to them needing help with something. And I look at them. And I watch what they do. And they just instinctively do stuff. Like mechanical repair mechanics, people who can take the same tools I have in the machine shed and actually do something with them. <laughs> I'm amazed at them. I've got friends that are mechanics. I have clients that are mechanics. I am amazed at what they can do. And to, you know, because there's a mystery part of mechanics that my brain just doesn't wrap around. It's like math. I have a very hard time with math. And maybe I would do better now if I took some basic algebra classes. But I think I was just a late bloomer when it came to that type of thinking, that level of abstract thinking to be able to make, you know, numbers and letters work together. But there's, there's people, you know, some of you out there listening, I'm sure that, you know, when it comes to math, you know, you're like, what's the big deal? You know, I remember when, when my kids were in eighth grade and they were starting to get into algebra and they were asking me questions and it's like, kids, I'm sorry, I cannot help you with that because I've got a huge mental block about it. And 
I don't have to use it in my daily life and I can't help you. Uh, I can point you in the direction of others who can. You know, I've got a cousin, she's a math teacher, Jennifer, and I'm amazed that she, she gets this stuff. You know, to me, that's a superpower that some people have and I don't. I've got a friend, Lisa, from high school. Uh, she is, uh, what is it, an insurance actuary, which I don't even know exactly what that, what a person does that does it, other than they figure out all the complexities of how to, uh, the risk level for insurance companies, and that's kind of a big deal. That is very much a big deal. And, and I, I can't even fathom that. I'm, I'm, all of a sudden now I'm running through all these math people that I know. There's a guy that I uh, was in Sunday school with in, in, in high school uh, named Wayne. And Wayne and Angie, uh, they dated then and got married and living the life. And, and uh, he's, he's a math teacher and he was, I think he was starting to work on his PhD. I'm not sure if he got it, but you know, he could have back, and I haven't seen him for years, but you know, he, he could have conversations about stuff where it's like, I don't even know how to begin to find the direction of where I need to walk to understand <laughs> what you're talking about. You know, it's like, it's like a superpower. You know, there's, there's people who can, you know, build like the people that, that were out here building our shed. Uh, the lodge and designing it, um, you know, I can do some building, but you know, I, I don't, that's not a superpower. You know, what are the different, you know, things that you're able to do that other people are amazed at? What are your superpowers? Because sometimes we'll just beat ourselves up because we can't do certain things. I can't do math. I can't do high levels of construction. You know, there's a lot of stuff I can't do. And there's some stuff I have learned to do. I struggled with English, not like, you know, speaking it, but uh, just proper grammar, punctuation, that kind of stuff. Diagramming sentences. I kind of get it, but thank God I've never had to do it <laughs> since uh, uh, junior high. I think it was, what was it, seventh grade Mr. Wells's class, I think was probably the last time. I don't know if we did it in eighth grade with Mr. Long or not, but, um, you know, thankfully I haven't had to do it, but I wanted to get better at grammar. I wanted to get better at punctuation. And I worked at it and worked at it for a number of years. And I guess now when, it, you know, if you get a text message from me, you, you typically will not find the little text uh, abbreviations. Uh, you, will, you will find full complete sentences with proper punctuation. And I love the semicolon. Once I got that, by golly, you can use it in so many proper and correct ways. 
I, my, my boss a few years ago, he was looking at one of my notes and I kind of, you know, I'll string things together with semicolons properly, but he's like, why can't you break these down into separate sentences? <laughs> it's like, well, it's, it'll work all as one big sentence. I, I, I've got that part down, or at least I think I do. You know, but think about yourself. What are your superpowers? And I was kind of trying to look this up and see if there was anything that I could find online that would, you know, kind of uh, help me put it in a, you know, in an organized way to kind of share it with you. And I came across this, um, where is it? Doggone, I lost it. There it is. Came across this uh, little diagram. You know, like where you have the, the three, like three circles and they partially overlap and you've got areas where two will overlap, but then there's that spot in the middle where all three circles overlap a certain amount. Okay, I'll, and I'll post this. I'll put the, post this on the uh, Morning Coffee with Larry Facebook page. Uh, but one of those circles is your passion. What are, your, what are you passionate about? What are you excited about? What do you get that internal energy from? So you got passion. The second circle is focus. What do you find that you are able to focus on in such a way that it's like time passes quickly? You know, what, what when you focus on this, when you're doing this, it's not work. You're, you're, in, you're enthralled with it. You are engaged in it. You are active in it. Your focus. The third are strengths. What are the things that you are either naturally good at or along the way you have really picked up the ability to do? Hey, the machine shed is getting rained on. I can hear it. Hey, I'm starting to get water on my face. <laughs> well, um, let me uh, let me grab a few things here, and uh, I may have to retreat inside while I am talking. So, bear with me a little bit. Um, and I am going to sneak past these kids. Well, now I'm not hearing the rain over there. So maybe it was just 600 feet that away and it's not here. Yeah, that's not raining. So let's keep going. <laughs> hey, this is a live show. You can tell this is not edited at all. Okay. So your strengths, what are those things that either have come naturally to you or you have developed? Now, when you combine those three together, where you have passion and focus and strengths overlapping, hey, that may be your superpowers. That may be the thing that you are exceptionally good at. And when you find a superpower, wouldn't it be cool if that overlapped what you did for a living as an, you know, your job, or it was that special hobby that you're able to dedicate time to, yeah, 
that to me that's kind of neat if we're able to 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 find out what they are you see some people actually have superpowers that they may think is a uh, a fault something that you know they're not that it's not desirable but in actuality it is let me go to another thing I found here online and let me just double check my time here okay I've got some time yet I hit a I hit a wall at 30 minutes and I don't want to go that long but this is gonna be a little bit of a longer one this is from Lifehack sometimes you can find some neat stuff on the website lifehack.org and this is 10 questions to help you find and boost your superpowers and this is by dr. Michelle Millis Chapel and uh, just a little bit on her she says Michelle is a psychology professor turned rock star who has helped thousands of people create successful meaningful lives by using their superpowers Woohoo! She's a rock star. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna read the whole article. I'll. Uh, I'll connect to it. Uh, but I want to get to the ten things that she has identified, and these are gonna make sense. And I'm gonna go through them kind of quickly. Um, number one, what comes naturally to you? Well, I just mentioned that. What are the things that you naturally enjoy doing? You gravitate towards. You have, you know, better skills with than the average person. Then number two is what fills you with passion? What is it that you're excited about? You know, sometimes passion waxes and wanes. Sometimes we're really passionate about something and, and then that changes. You know, sometimes when we see that, maybe it's not what's on the surface that's our superpower but maybe it's what's underneath of it that's actually our superpower and it is remaining constant it just manifests in different ways you know like certain hobbies there may be something that's underneath that you need to discover there's a quote here there is no passion to be found in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living there's no passion to be found in settling for a life that is less than the one you're capable of living. That was by Nelson Mandela. Number three, what makes time disappear for you? Yeah, what are the things that, you know, you get so wrapped up to and you enjoy, time really passes? Number four, what makes you feel different or weird? Well, that's, that's kind of an odd one. How, how does that fit in with a superpower? What makes you different or weird? Because doesn't that sound like something that is, you know, abnormal? Well, what makes you different is kind of what makes you not average. And there's things that you can do with that that other people can't. And that may be one of the key reasons why you're here, because you can do what other people can't. You know, I, I was uh, listening to a podcast talking about autism and think, you know, different uh, levels or different parts of the autism spectrum. 
and how that that there are some people with autism that have in essence their own superpowers they're able to see or feel or interact in ways that we often don't see because of the communication breakdown in the way that we see communication and they may be you know they may be able to do things that we simply can't you know they're uh, a savant uh, individual often has uh, great difficulties in the things that we take for granted but they've got abilities that the rest of us can't do and it comes out real clearly with those individuals but what makes you different what makes you different what makes you stand out there may be a superpower tied in there Martha Graham is quoted here as saying there is a vitality a life force a quickening that is translated through you into action because there is only one of you in all of time. This expression is unique. If you block it, it will never exist. Ooh, that's neat. That's a good quote. The next one, there it is. Number five, what do your friends ask for advice about? Your friends that come to you and ask you for advice, what is it? What are they asking you advice for? One of the things that I noticed when I was in college is that when I had friends that were going through a struggle, that were going through a problem, they came to me. I wasn't necessarily their closest friend. I wasn't their confidant, but all of a sudden they would start coming to me. And I think part of it was I was able to listen. I was able to listen and I could kind of give them feedback to help them maybe better understand what they were struggling with. So what do your friends ask you for help with? What do they want advice on? That may be a clue. Number six, what did you love to do as a child when you didn't have the restraints of adulthood? In adulting getting in the way what did you love to do that creative expression that may be a sign of where your superpowers are Pablo Picasso once said every child is an artist the problem is how to remain an artist once we grow up number seven what would you do if money didn't matter what would you do if money didn't matter? Because you don't need that external uh, motivator to do it. You just want to do it. When I used to teach night classes for Lakeland College, I would teach two classes a semester, and I said over and over again, you know what, even if they never paid me, I would still teach one class because I was so pumped after teaching it. My time's running out. Better get moving here faster. Number eight, which answer comes up the most? Which answer comes up the most? When you look over these different things, you know, what, what, what's standing out? That may be where you need to focus on. That may be where your superpower is lying. And number nine, 
How do you boost your superpowers? Well, to me, what you need to do is start practicing them. Start doing them. Do them even if you don't have any financial reimbursement. Do them even if they cost some money to do. But get out there and practice them. Put them into practice. Do them for other people. Enjoy them and help others. And then number 10, how do you become that superhero? I think it ties into that same thing as, as you know, uh, how do you build upon them? How do you become a superhero? Live them. Start living them. Start living them. You know, I, I know what one of my superpowers is. I've known since I was five years old. And pretty well everything I have done has come back to that. When I was five and I was in kindergarten, I lived next door to my cousin Patrick. And I remember one day Patrick and I were sitting in the big upholstered chair in the living room in front of the TV, but the TV was off. And I had my lesson book from kindergarten in my lap and I'm trying to teach Patrick what I have learned. Patrick had no interest. He was a year younger. But it was that moment where I knew I decided to be a teacher. Now, I didn't get to be a teacher in the way that I thought, but as I look back over 54 years, everything I have done, that has been the underlying superpower. What's your superpower? Get out there and do it. All right, you guys take care. Have a great one today. Sorry for running long, but I really hope that this was helpful. You guys take care. Bye-bye.